Welcome, everybody, to This Podcast Has Autism. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, this is Bran, one of the hosts of the show. I'm here with my wife, Marcy. Today, we are discussing Tourette's Syndrome, also called TS. Most people with Tourette's Syndrome are diagnosed as children or teenagers. Children generally start to tick between ages 5 and 7, but they can start as young as 3 years old. Tourette's syndrome is when somebody makes movements and noises that they can't control. These noises and movements are called tics. Tics are usually fast and happen again and again. Some tics might look like the person is making them on purpose, like when they pull a funny face, but they are involuntary movements, and the person will continue making them when they are on their own. Ticks are unnecessary actions. For example, a sniff tick can happen even when somebody doesn't need to blow their nose. Only 10% of people who have TS swear. Ticking using bad language is known as coprolalia, and most people with TS don't have this tick. It is also uncommon for them to have other tics like copropraxia, which is the making of rude, unacceptable movements or gestures. Three times more boys than girls have TS. The most common tics are things like eye blinking and throat clearing, but some tics can be much bigger and are known as complex tics. These can be quite confusing for the person who has TS and people watching them, but they are still involuntary tics. Tics can be made worse if you are stressed, nervous, excited, or anxious, so you might find in some situations that you tick more than usual. For example, if you stand up in front of people to give a talk. At the same time, there might be some places you don't feel comfortable to tick, and then you might be able to suppress. For example, some people can suppress when they go to school, but then they have a big explosion known as a tick attack when they get home. There is no cure for TS, but half of young people diagnosed will see their problems reduced to the point where they seem to disappear or become easily manageable by the time they are 18. For the other 50% of young people who do not outgrow it, they will continue to live with TS as adults. As well as treatment from your doctor, you might find that other things can help reduce your tics. Relaxing, exercise, eating a healthy diet, and keeping fit will help. Some people find playing sports reduces their tics, while others don't tic when they sing or play a musical instrument like the drums. For some people, watching television or computer games helps them relax and reduces their tics. There are lots of activities out there that might work for you. We know that some people might feel ashamed or embarrassed about their TS and try to hide it, which can cause even more stress and worsen your symptoms. Accepting your TS gives you freedom to be yourself and to build your self-confidence and ability to help people understand your condition. Anger and behavior issues are connected to TS. If you feel yourself getting angry or you don't understand why you should tell your parents or your teacher, they can work with you to help you stop feeling this way and teach you ways to control the volcano feeling that might be building up inside of you. Since the incidents may be as high as 1 in 100 people, 
up to 530,000 U.S. uh, school-aged children may have Tourette's, with the more common tics of eye-blinking, coughing, throat-clearing, sniffing, and facial movements. People with Tourette's have normal life expectancy and intelligence. The severity of the tics decreases for most children as they pass through adolescence, and extreme Tourette's in adulthood is a rarity. Not everybody gets diagnosed, so we don't know exactly how many people have TS, but there are about 300,000 people in the UK with the condition and many more around the world. Taken from Tourette's-Action.org.uk. At this time, we'd like to do a review on some Dapple products because Dapple was nice enough to give us some products to try them out. Dapple sent us all-purpose cleaner wipes, bottle and dish liquid, and 3X laundry detergent that is fragrance-free. We have a son who is allergic to fragrances in soaps and lotions or even in laundry detergents, so we were thankful to have a fragrance-free option to try out. It can be hard to find the fragrance-free option at the grocery store sometimes. Our laundry was still just as soft and smells clean like a typical laundry brand. The all-purpose cleaner wipes were also fragrance-free, so our son can help clean the house with those. He enjoys being able to help more around the house. The cleaning wipes are very effective as well. They clean the mess up just as good as a typical cleaning wipe that you'd buy at the store. The bottle and dish liquid is pretty thick. We put it in our sponge to use for dishwashing, but it's a bit thick to pass through the sponge very easily. It does eventually squeeze through, but it took some time to get it to work. The liquid soap they sent us does have a fragrance of mango and melon, which smells very nice. Overall, we've really enjoyed using the Dapple products and would recommend these products to anyone. It's especially a nice option for those who need a fragrance-free brand. And now for our interview. Uh, We have Stephen Gaber here. Um, He is a travel blogger and he is autistic. Why don't you um, introduce yourself, Stephen? Hi, everybody. I'm Stephen Gaber, the Autistic Traveler. I have traveled to many places around the world, such as China, Europe, Hong Kong, Mexico, Hawaii, New York, Boston, Chicago, Disney World, South Carolina, Australia, Thailand, and most recently, Shanghai Disneyland and Tokyo Disneyland. Wow, those are some awesome trips. So what has been your most exciting trip so far? My favorite trip was my trip to China 10 years ago. Okay. And then what was your oh, what was your favorite place to visit? Beijing, without a doubt, because it was a great city with the Tiananmen Square, the Imperial Palace, and most notably, the Great Wall of China. Did you guys know that the Great Wall of China is over 3,000 miles? That's longer than the distance to L.A. to New York. No, I didn't know that. That's incredible. Uh, what places have you gone to by yourself? I actually go to most places by myself. I'm very independent. I also, uh, once a year, try to use my frequent flyer miles, which I use credit cards for every per- mostly every purchase. Oh, wow. That's awesome. It can, is. Can you give any advice to other autistics wanting to travel? Uh, basically, uh, feel the fear. If you, just do it anyway. Just uh, pick a place and go there. Make it your business to go there if you really want to go. Okay, that's great advice. What advice can you give autistics wanting to start their own blog? Um, write about your feelings about each place. 
or just write your feelings and pick a topic and just go full force with it is the best advice I could give you. Okay. And at what age were you diagnosed with autism? Three years old. Oh, wow. So that's pretty, pretty young. Yep. And what struggles from autism have you been able to overcome? Uh, driving, holding a job at down at Trader Joe's, and the, the big one, traveling by myself, and wow. paying all my own bills. Wow, that's amazing. Those are some really great ones. How was the transition from college to working full-time? Well, it took a while. I mean, it took me over a year to even get a job at Trader Joe's. Because it's hard to find a job anywhere. Yeah, definitely. Um, how are you able to take so much time off to make all the trips? They allow time off, is the short answer. Oh, that's cool. And then what kinds of challenges do you have when it comes to traveling? Sometimes, like, uh, sometimes the language barrier and uh, picking a, finding an, uh, a data plan for my smartphone, because uh, you want to hear what happened in, like, uh, when I went to China and Japan just recently? Yeah. With my smartphone? Uh-huh. I had it unlocked phone, which I had, but it wasn't the right capability for uh, no roaming, which is an unlimited uh, data plan, which if you get for a certain amount of days, you could get a certain amount of unlimited data for the money, and my phone was not compatible in those countries, so that really was a bummer. Oh, shoot. That's too bad. Yeah. And especially nowadays with the... The good news is that at least there's Wi-Fi, but there's only so much you could use Wi-Fi for, and it's not always convenient. Yeah. And it's not always consistent, either. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's so easy for the Wi-Fi to go in and out. Mm-hmm. Um, do you struggle with, do you still struggle with things on a daily basis when it comes to social skills? Yes, because sometimes I may not be aware of what to do. And did you get early intervention to help you when you were younger? Yes, I've had AIDS, I was in speech therapy, I got resources, yes. And what's one thing you'd like people to know about you? Well, I'm very, I make sure when I, I do everything I can according to plan. Okay, so, you, through. so you're a planner then. <laughs> yeah. That's cool. Um, do you have any other advice for adults on the spectrum? Just push yourself out there to get your potential to the best you can. I mean, if you real, just research what you need to do and go through with it. That's great advice. And where can people find your blog? Uh, on Blogger. Okay. And you can let and you can look me up on Google, Stephen Gaber. Okay. I have done many blogs about my travels, including China, Hong Kong, my trips to Texas, a couple museums such as the Autry Museum, and most recently the FDR Disabilities Rights Legal Dinner. Oh, cool. Was the URL for your blog? For the autistic traveler at blogspot.com. Oh, okay, perfect. Awesome. And then do you have social media that you want people to connect with you? Well, I'm working on it, but I have a personal Facebook page, which I guess if anyone wants to send me a message, they can look up my first and last name and we can chat through there. Okay, perfect. Anything else you'd like to say? before we close?
Uh, just push yourself out there to tra- travel and uh, go look at my blogs. And if anyone wants to reach out to me, you can either contact me at 818-534-6869 or email me at movieprince2003ayahoo.com. M as in move, O as in orange, V as in Victor, I as in I am, E as in eat, P as in prince, R as in run, I as in I am, N as in Nancy, C as in cat, E as in eat, 2003ayahoo.com. And I encourage all of you to contact me so we can discuss any questions you may have. Awesome. That's really great. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. You're welcome. Is there anything else I could do for you? No, we've really loved having you on the show. Thank you. Next week's interview will be with Lindsay Watts, who is a children's librarian who runs a sensory story time. That's it for this episode. Until next time.